Hi, this is ATF Center of Hate, and you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor from the Phantasm Podcast. And today with me, I have a very, very special guest. We have uh, Adam, the first center from Hate, one of my favorite bands in the world. And we're going to be talking about their new album today. The Rugia. Rugia. Uh, yeah, because it is an archaic uh, Slavic word for, the, for today's German island of Ugan and the Baltic Sea. And, um, but back in the days, like 10 centuries ago, it was a um, Slavic island. It was like a hub, religious and military hub of uh, Western Slavic paganism, uh, where the famous uh, Arkona temple was located. Okay. okay. So this, this this was like the last bastion of uh, um, of uh, Western Slavic paganism up to until I think twelfth uh, century. Um, uh, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, um, it's been a great uh, inspiration for us for uh, for some time. And this time, this we decided to, mm, you know, to to make a, a tribute to those, you know, tribal cultures that melted somewhere in time, and um, right, but but still, but still very, uh, very interesting and very inspirational. Yeah. So for the first track of the album, it's a great. And the, the, of course, that's the, the name, the title track of the album. Um, uh, it's a great way to start the record off. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, I can only uh, agree with you. Yes, this is this has this. Uh, I say monu- monumental riffs, uh, the opening riff and and then the you know the closing riff as well. I think it's. I thought it would be the, the best uh, uh, possible opening for the album. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It really is. Really is a great song. Uh, and then track two. Tell us a little bit about the Wolf Queen. Uh, Wolf Queen. Wolf Queen is um, um, it is uh, also inspired by some uh, Slavic mythology. The uh, the Wolf Queen. The you say the mother of the of the god Veles. Okay. Okay. Which is the which is the female um, embodiment of uh, the you know dark force, dark energy, come coming from the nature natural world, right. and uh, mm, this is uh, this is actually the shortest song we have ever written. Oh wow! Uh, it's just two minutes twenty eight seconds. Okay, but it's very dynamic, very dynamic in, in structure as well. Thing very death metal oriented, and we actually wanted to. We were, we were considering if this would be a good song to um, to make a video for, but finally we decided on um, on Exiles of Pantheon, so another right. song, uh, which is 
Mm, and the video is actually being edited right now, so it, it will be shown in, I think, uh, one week or something like that. It should be ready. Absolutely awesome. Uh, this is the second video for the album, because, uh, as you know, the uh, we have premiered one uh, before uh, entitled Resurgence. Okay, Killer so, track. Uh, yeah, those, those two songs, Excise of Pantheon and uh, The Wolf Queen, are more... I would say uh, rooted in the 90s so this is death metal of the 90s is where we come from right and uh, those songs have they, they are more death metal oriented they have more dense structure you know very ferocious a lot of ferociousness I would say in both of them and uh, and yeah I think that uh, at least one of them called for visualization and we decided on Exiles of Pantheon to be the one uh, but uh, we already played these two songs on our live shows okay and uh, yes we've had some opportunities to play at, at a few festivals um, recently fantastic in Czech, in Czech Republic and Ukraine and in our native Poland and uh, awesome yes and it's uh, those songs really really do the trick on live shows. I, I really love to play them. It's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And to, to jump right into track three, tell us a little bit about uh, Exiles of uh, Pantheon. Exiles of Pantheon is, uh, is about the pantheon of the Slavic um, gods and goddesses, uh, uh-huh. deities, generally speaking, okay? Awesome. Which is, which, um, which actually, um, um, First of all, you need to un- understand how they perceive the those deities. I mean, what they what they really meant to those Slavic tribal people uh, back in the days. They they simply considered them as um, natural elements. Okay, so they they were they were just uh, you know symbolic representations of the of the natural elements, and they considered the human beings being the children of those natural elements. Uh, like literally, I mean, not being a product of creation, but uh, but uh, being the children of gods. Okay, so um, what does this mean? It means that we come from the natural world, like one to one. Right. Right. We, you know, we are we 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 simply are the natural world, and that's why we should uh, respect it. That's what. That's why we should maybe. Uh, worship it even okay because uh, those let's say those symbolic gods are part of ourselves of our our own nature so that's uh, that is uh, basically um, the idea behind the you know the uh, Slavic deities the Slavic pantheon generally speaking and and it's kind of fascinating that uh, it's um, it's not uh, against the you know what the contemporary science tells us about the natural world and the, right. and and the evolution so it's kind of interesting yeah very interesting it's a great track as well um uh falling oh, up after you. wolf queen oh yeah it's amazing this record's so good uh track four tell us a little bit about uh saturnus well this is um this is about the Saturnus. Uh, well, the inspiration comes from the uh, from the from some Slavic myth as well. Okay, but uh, it is also 
depicted in the famous uh, picture by the famous painter Goya, which is the Saturn uh, father devouring his own children. Okay, so it is it is about the uh, this uh, aggressive element of the jealous father, um, jealous of the, his I don't know position or protecting his position, simply. Um, devouring his own children it's a it's a fantastic picture by the way and uh, uh, something very similar is in the Slavic mythology as well very similar story so I thought that this uh, this is some kind some you know in a way connected with each other right. uh, maybe inspired by the Slavic mythology as well I'm not sure about this but uh, but this is about the relationship a very complicated relationship you know be mm, between a father and a son or sons actually because it's, it's the plural there right um, and uh, uh, yeah so this this is basically uh, this is basically about this this problem let's say this aspect of of our existence we we have sometimes very difficult uh, relationship with our fathers but even if we don't um, there we have a part of our fathers still living in ourselves okay sometimes it is something that we reject it is something that we embrace there's the different situations of course and uh, this this uh, particular lyrics is about a very difficult situation like this you know a hostility actually <laughs> it is a fantastic track this album has such a great flow to it um, and and learning the stuff behind the songs is just such a such a treat. I know it will be for our, our listeners as well. So thank you for that as we continue here. Um, let's see, track five. Uh, tell us a little bit about Awakening the Gods Within. Awakening Gods Within is the is about a shaman um, invoking some energies in himself. Okay, which actually um, um, transmits. Uh, him, him um, into a powerful figure okay so it is all about the let's say the energies and talents that someone has and need some inspiration in order to to you know uh, animate those energies in himself so this this is all about this you know uh, again the word God here is uh, it's not literally gods, but it's uh, it is all about the uh, you know deeper, more profound energies and talents that we have that needs to be um, released. Um, yeah, so that's all about this. It's a that, that's another really really amazing track on the album, um, and uh, yes, I like, I like it much. I think that we. We actually are going to play it in our live shows. Oh, uh, fantastic. When the album is out. Oh, it's lovely. Family. It's amazing. Uh, let's see, track six. Tell us about Resurgence. Well, Resurgence is, is about a particular figure, which is called Perun, which is the god of thunder. And it is about the resurgence of this of this figure, of this, uh, of this god, which was like um, dead or, let's say, dormant for eternities and then um, and then it was like a rebirth of this of this figure 
and this is about uh, it is actually a um, um, related to uh, to being re uh, reborn uh, that everybody can experience sometimes okay if um, um, if if we really want it if we really let's say if we have the will enough willpower to do that you can you can you know rise like phoenix from the ashes and this is this is about this you know about the situation right it's like uh, it's like uh, you know being down and losing everything and then being being back to life uh, this is about the uh, this is about this this process you know and Perun is uh, is just a this myth of per of Perun is just an excuse to you know to uh, explore this theme. Yeah. Uh, again, amazing, <laughs> amazing track. Uh, I like that one a whole lot as well. Um, let's see. Uh, it is, it's a, a bit different from the rest of the songs, as you noticed. Okay. It is. It uh, is. But everything has a great flow together. You did such a great job mastering all this or, or creating all this to flow together. It's it's perfectly placed. I think on the oh, album. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad to hear this. Yeah, yeah. it's it's killer. Um, track seven. Tell us about Valician Guard. Valician Guard is the is the one song that is really connected with the previous album. So, um, Ori Gates of Velas. Okay. It's about uh, again about Velas. Um, some say that it's it is equivalent of Satan uh, in the you know um, Slavonic mythologies. Okay. But it's, it is actually more than that. I mean, Val the figure of Veles is much more elaborate, much more um, complicated, I, I should say. But this is the actually the uh, representation of the dark force in the in the existence in general. And this song is is like you know um, continuing some theme from the previous album. Uh, it is actually one of the first songs that we that we did for this new one, and uh, it um, it contains a fragment of Polish lyrics as well. Okay, because I thought that at the at the end of the song, because I thought that only that those phrases could only be, you know, um, uttered in in Polish, and uh, with this particular you know energy of the polish language i uh, they in english they simply didn't sound well right you know? right they didn't they didn't appeal to us and uh, i decided on polish language it's it, it is just this this one um, um um you know this one moment on the album um and uh, i think it sounds really really interesting really, really cool so i think that uh I might be using more Polish um, on some, you know, upcoming record in the future, maybe. Uh, next record, I mean. Um, nice. Yeah. It works really well. Um, me, obviously, not knowing Polish, but I, I don't know, it, it fits the music and, and it, it feels very uh, natural, you know. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, this, um, you know, the, the, the final part of the song you know it only conveys the, the 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 energy in a proper way if it's if it's if the lyrics isn't isn't polish and uh, right i'm quite happy about this so that, that it really worked that way yeah oh it's because it's, it is always it is very hard actually 
to and to compose you know to, to do metal songs and in polish you know we, sure. we we tried we tried it uh, a few times um, back in the days and uh, and i ended up um, singing in english finally uh yeah but this time we're i'm opening up for this for this uh, more and more you know with each album it's very very cool i enjoyed it very much as a longtime fan i thought it was killer um let's see uh track eight uh son of extinction what can you tell us about that one well, this is actually the first proper uh, echo song that we've okay. written. Uh, so this is about the um, this is about the the um, respect for the Mother Earth, okay, for the, for the planet that is being destroyed by the humanity, right? Very much, and uh, this is one of of those lessons that we can learn from the from the archaic you know, Slavs that worshipped nature in every aspect and uh, have a revered nature. And um, this is something that that uh, we could uh, uh, we could also, we, this is a lesson we could follow because this is, uh, in our own eyes, the, the world is being destroyed, okay? And this is, I think this is the last call to do something about it. And uh, right. and also because we are the nature, we we ourselves are the nature. We come from it, and we are the you know the representation of it, like one to one. And uh, this is the the reason why we should uh, respect it. You know, yeah. So, um, a, this song is a kind of manifest. Yeah. It's a great song. I love the meaning behind it. It's it's fabulous. I 100% agree with you. Um, and uh, let's see, uh, the final track, um, uh, Sacred, and the, the last word I'm going to have trouble pronouncing that I'm going to end up messing it up, Adam. It's it's Sacred Dnieper. And Dnieper, Dnieper, okay. Is a, is a big river, actually, which is uh, partly in Ukraine, uh, partly in Russia. Um, this is this was like the border, the eastern border of the Slavic world, you know. So it was uh, beyond the Dnieper means um, wild wilderness, you know. It's, okay. uh, it's like another world, um, and um, yeah, this is this is actually uh, more more historic because it is about the battles, the important struggles that that uh, took place. Um, on that natural border of the Nipper, okay, back in back in the days. I mean, it's, uh, the song covers uh, some you know important battles um, with the you know wild, um, actually Mongolian tribes that were invading Europe many many times uh, and back in the days. Um, um, in a very violent way and this is uh, this is like the you know tribute to to the um, um, Slavonic tribes that were that was simply defending this border back then this frontier right call it it's a great way to uh, end the record Um, I listened to the album once in my car and then I listened to it again on on headphones. It's so sonic. I love what you've done uh, production-wise with the album. Uh, Can you tell us uh, real quick um, what the recording process was like for the new album? Well, um, it was 
it was um, it was kind of lengthy process this time, okay, because uh, uh, we simply we were trying to use the the best the time given by the pandemic. Okay? Sure, and sure. That was uh, both composing and recording the album was kind of therapy for us to survive this this hard time and. Um, Actually, if it hadn't been for the pandemic, I think it would have taken us more time to uh, to complete the album, maybe right. one year more or something like that. So this is this this, this paradox, but uh, yeah, it kind of helped to, to you know uh, speed up this process a bit. And uh, um, um, again, we were uh, working with the Slavsky brothers in uh, in Hertz Studio Poland. Um, it was our fifth album that we did with them. Okay. And um, uh, sound-wise, we wanted to uh, continue the, let's say, the, this atmosphere um, on the previous album, Ori Gates of Vallas. But this time, uh, having the new drummer on board, and his technically oriented, is a is a fantastic technical skills. So I wanted to expose those, you know, uh, rhythm, rhythmic structures um, more on this album. Sure. And uh, and uh, so that's why it uh, it sounds a bit different, but still the the sound it's the sound is quite harsh. You know, it's like it's not very it's not very clear, not very pure in this way. I mean, we we. Uh, we're trying to, to mix it this way using the, the old school tape um, recorder <coughs> produced in, in DDR in the communist regime in Germany. Okay? <laughs> right. It's called Telefunken. There's just one uh, there's just one manufacturer uh, still in Germany that produces this this thick tape, you know, for this for this particular um, uh, recorder and. Um, and yes, we use this for for mixing and mastering the album because we wanted to to you know to to get this this particular harshness of, of the sound and and um, yeah, some people told me recently that this is it sounds like we're getting back to the roots, which is the death metal of the '90s for us. You know, this this where we come from, and um, it's it's very true. I think there is some there is some um, Aggressiveness or viciousness in the sound, you know, sure. that uh, that that really can be associated with the with the nineties. Yes, I think I like it. I like this uh, this vibe and um, and the atmosphere on the album as well. Also, the the, the background uh, sounds, the the ambient elements that are in the music are very important and integral part of our music as well. And uh, we wanted to expose them as much as possible in the songs. So it is uh, it is also a very important element in the, in the music, in our music. And um, and yes, this this album has all those you know main elements that constitute our style. And you can you can, you can call it like uh, you know 100% hate album, definitely. Oh god, yeah, it's 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 a really really great record. Um, and real quick, ask you, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the cover art? Oh yeah, it's um, uh, the cover art was made by our longtime friend 
um, Daniel Ruschewovich. He was. He has been actually. Uh, he has been an author of um, of our layouts um, since Erebos album. Oh wow! So quite quite a long time. Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, um, and these this you know um, cover art is is kind of mysterious, enigmatic uh, with the with this figure, uh, which uh, which I think uh, represents some. Um, Slavic deity with the uh, with the particular rune sign on its on its head, uh, which which means Odin, and Odin means unity here. Okay, so with this right. with this with this uh, sign of unity, and this this uh, this is a fantastic uh, artwork for this album because it um, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. It it means. It, it might mean different things to to different people, as as I see. But uh, generally, it um, it uh, it gives this impression that there's something deeper, more profound, more mysterious uh, on this album. And I think that it can be it can be read in this way. Yes, it's uh, there's there's more there's more to to. To this album that meets the eye or meets the ear at the first glance, you know, her first hearing, you know, it's a, um, yeah, um, it's a great representation for the music, I think, definitely, and uh, and this the particular uh, sign, which is the unity rune, it is also is also combined with the inverted cross in the layout. Which is quite an important symbol here because it's a, it means like united in paganism. So um, this is something that is one of all those messages that we would like to come across with uh, using this album because it is. Uh, I believe everybody has um, has a pagan soul uh, to be discovered. You know. Sure. Uh, with, you know, which is which is something more profound. Like a more profound identity, you know, and uh, and that's how I treat uh, this, you know, journey in, into the you know Slavic mythologies because it's like rediscovering some deeper identity. Uh, it's really inspiring to me, and I yeah, and uh, mm, yeah. So this is this is one of the of the main main symbols that. Uh, that we will be using uh, from now on, I think, uh, on different occasions, like you know, um, stage, scenography, uh, merchandise, and elsewhere. Yeah. Well, the album is a masterpiece, and uh, guys, Rugia comes out October fifteenth from Metal Blade Records. And Adam, I cannot thank you enough for your time today and telling us about this album. It's a it's a masterpiece. I highly recommend it, guys. It's fantastic. And, Thanks very uh, much. Thanks very much, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. We appreciate you. I highly appreciate it, and uh, yeah, sending best greetings to all our followers and fans. And I um, and I promise that uh, we will will definitely come to, come back to America. And uh, not sure about 2022 because uh, our schedule for next year is, is quite full. But sure. 2023 is is quite sure, I think. We, we are already talking with our agent about this. So, yeah, um, I can't wait. Well, we're excited. Maybe we can do this again in person, Adam. It would be an honor. 
guests. All pleasure will be mine. Dude, thank you so much. It's been an honor talking with you today. I'm a huge fan. I have been since the beginning. Thanks very much. I highly appreciate it. And uh, when we are back in, in the States, you're most welcome. Yes, let's get together. Well, I would love that, man. Beer's on me.